So on today's episode, in our inaugural episode, we are going to be discussing our top Marvel movie list. The whole MCU, all 21 movies over the course of the past almost 11 years now, correct? Yes. And uh, before we get there, um, I do want to mention that I am going to piss you off because I deleted our entire introduction just now. So no one knows who we are and what we're talking you about. You motherfucker. You're welcome. So if you are still listening after these initial 15 seconds, thank you. Um, my name is Matt, and I'm joined by my friend. Pat. And together, this is Cinema Small Talk. This is a new movie podcast, unlike all of the other movie podcasts. And our goal with this is to bring about an hour of just entertaining movie talk, small talk, banter, nothing serious. We're going to talk about our favorite movies, our least favorite movies, um, talk about lists, composers, directors, what we're anticipating to see, what we've just seen. But it's not going to just be that. Um, Pat, I'll let you talk a little bit about some of the other goals we have with this podcast that we think are a little bit different, and hopefully you can enjoy um, as you listen along with us. Well, other than our, our normal weekly topic, we'll always have a little mini topic towards maybe the end of the show um, where either Matt's going to be recommending a new movie to me, something or a classic movie that I haven't seen because he's definitely more versed in that department. He's in, in the film snobbery kind of spectrum he's definitely a little bit higher than i am i think yes so i think it's safe to fair to admit that regretfully but yes yes exactly um where i i've definitely seen more of the classic i'd say maybe genre stuff sci-fi action definitely more 80s movies than this guy has this guy hasn't even seen the freaking godfather 2 that's a whole that'll be a whole episode unto itself i did see the first one this year (sighs) (laughs) shameful absolutely shameful i know it, it, it is a classic but the second one is just so much better yes in addition to uh recommending and deferring we're also going to have guests we'll have um people who have favorite movies that are often you know either not necessarily derided but just not favorably received when they're first released small unheard of movies um, anything they're passionate about. So we're going to have some fun guests as we right. go along. Not like your common, oh, everyone loves this movie kind of deal. Something that is, you know, I'd say more polarizing, like you were saying. Yes. Um, there's definitely there's tons off the top of my head that I could think of right now. Independence Day Resurgence. <sighs> <laughs> I can't wait yeah, for that episode. turn this into a, a ranting podcast. Hey, if it goes there, it goes there. It will. Trust me, it will. So, um, so yes, thank you for uh, finding us, t- uh, taking the time to listen, um, hopefully subscribing, and we look to entertain you in the weeks to come. Uh, so let's roll into today's topic. So we're recording this in the last days of March 2019, and there is a certain movie coming out next month. It's a small independent feature, so I've heard. Yes. What is it? End- Endgame. It is uh, Avengers. Avengers Endgame. It is Avengers. Avengers. And Gang and Game. That's 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 how you gotta say <laughs> it. That's that's the Yes, we are going to be that type. Um so recently we uh we're both fans of the popular site Collider.com. Yes. yes. Um they talk movies, uh particularly their video work, but they also do web articles yes. and recently one it's of the very writers, good ones actually. Exactly. Yes. Uh one of the uh writers, Matt Goldberg, recently did a list ranking all of the MCU films right after Captain Marvel came out. And uh, among the movie uh, the movie video reviewers, discussions, it was hotly debated as the list is absolute garbage. I was pretty fired up. Uh, I, I think it's a f- tame way of saying how I felt after reading that list. Uh, granted, given his articles in the past and how he typically writes very much tries to get a rise out of people certainly worked with me um i thought it was a absolute mess of a list complete just completely fallacious all over the place it was just you think he did it just to piss off uh, absolutely absolutely did there's there's no doubt in my mind i'm sorry so if, if we look through the list you know we go through the whole thing here but we can at least go over some of the 
more egregious ones, I would say. Yeah, uh, we'll touch touch base on someone. So, uh, rank twenty first, Iron Man two. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. Uh, but immediately, uh, twenty Doctor Strange. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It's a great film. Yeah. Uh, rolling through Ant Man eighteen. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Not that. Nah. But here we go. Uh, fifteen. So there's twenty one films on this list, and fifteen. Uh, Thor: The Dark World. Um, touch in between Captain bad. Marvel and the first Thor. So again, garbage. Yeah, especially Thor: Dark World. That one is pretty bad. Uh, Avengers: Infinity War at lucky number thirteen. That right there is what discredited that entire list for me. Guardians of the Galaxy at ten. I would um say that is garbage. Avengers: Age of Ultron at seven. I mean, it's as we'll get to. It's it's fairly high on my list, but. Uh, I, I do think that that movie gets unfairly maligned by a lot of people. I would agree with that. Um, it is definitely better than a lot of people give it credit for. It's certainly, I'd say, mid-tier Marvel movie. Yes. So I think that's I think it's safe. Absolutely. Opinion. Yeah. Um, uh, then just a couple more Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two at four ahead of the original Guardians. At, at four. At four ahead of Guardians the, of the Galaxy Two. Ahead of the uh, the first one. No. No way. God, I actually, I mean, you you know my thoughts on that. I was not a huge fan of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, I don't think it's bad in, in, by any means. Bit forced humor. Um, didn't flow great with me. Um, the setups were didn't feel so natural, uh, especially between Peter and, um, I can't even remember his name at this point, Kurt, Kurt Russell's character. Ego. Ego, yes. Um, kind of saw that whole thing coming a mile away. Um, but otherwise, it was an enjoyable movie. We'll we'll debate this further. Yeah, because I think our lists are dramatically different when it comes to that film. I think so too. <laughs> um, and then finally, to top this off, Captain America: First Avenger on the top of the list is number one. I am a Captain Marvel, a uh, Captain Marvel, Captain America fanboy. I absolutely love the character. I love the movies. Um, that one is definitely not number one, though. I will I will say that that is not the best Captain America movie. Negative. So I mean that right there. The, the, the stuff like that, the Avengers especially, uh, um, Infinity War definitely is just trying to needle people. Mm-hmm. Um, but but a benefit of this list is that inspired us to want to do this and make our own definitive list because you know, we always we always talk about it. We always kind of like, oh, these are our top five at the moment. You know, when these new ones come out, we always kind of adjust it and change it. But we've never gone through every single release up to this point like exactly. we are about to do. Yes. Yes, and uh, you know this is our personal list. You know, everyone's right. list is different, but it's just fun to talk about because everyone has different opinions. Correct. Um, and just seeing where everyone lands is just fun because you get into debate about movies you haven't seen in five years. You revisit it, and yeah. it's like <laughs> oh, maybe it's not as bad as I thought it was, or why did I like it that much in the beginning? Right. right. Granted, with the MCU films, I think overall most are good, well made yeah. films. Yeah, they're um, all well made. They so, are all well made. Yes. So um, with that, let's let's roll into our list. Okay. Uh, we're gonna work from the bottom up. Yes. Um. You want to go first, Matt? I'll go first. Let's okay. let's go five by five. Sure. Okay. All right. So at the bottom of my list, I have Thor: The Dark World. Same here. I, I couldn't agree with you more on that one. Okay. Followed by Iron Man two. I have the Incredible Hulk. That one's next. Okay. okay. Yep. So I I don't have numbers on these. So that'd be twenty one. That'd be nineteen. Incredible Hulk. Right above that is Thor, the first one. I have for number nineteen for me. I actually have Iron Man two. Okay. Yep. So really, um, pretty similar. And then um, to round out the bottom five, we have Iron Man three. I have that at eighteen. Um, and then, so we get yeah. So we get to Iron Man, let's see, Thor, Dark World, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man two, and Iron Man three. Okay. So, so let's talk a little bit. Let's yeah. go. Let's do your bottom five. We'll talk a little bit about yeah, each yeah. of these and, and kind of. Okay. No, I, I get five. All uh, right, so my 17th one, I guess my fifth one here, since we're doing... No, we'll, we do it. we'll edit this out. Edit this, Matt. So I did five. Do you want to talk to your bottom five, or do you already... You did four? Okay. All right. So to round out my bottom five here would be the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, the aforementioned oh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. You foul beast. I am getting a dirty fucking look right now. Terrible. <laughs> So, for everyone listening, his opinions tend to be wrong and no, terrible. No, um, not at all. My opinions are never wrong. They are mine, and they're wonderful. You lie. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's just, so, so explain this to me. So we're, let's dive into some of these here. Sure. Um, let's start with volume two because okay. I am going to uh, defend <laughs> the hell out of this one. You have to throw something at me. No, no, I'll I'll throw. No, I will throw. You throw facts at me, aren't you? Facts. Yes. Yes. That's what we'll call them. Um, it's a fun movie. It's. I don't think the. I don't think it's the best follow-up I think it could have gotten to the first because the, the first one was excellent. I love the first Guardians movie. It hit all the right notes for me. Great characters, great interplay between the characters, the, the, the exchanges they had. Characters like Rocket and Drax and Groot. Wonderful chemistry between all the actors on that. Great direction by James Gunn and mm-hmm. great writing as well. But um, he did not. He did not write that to, uh, altogether. Nicole Perlman, I believe, would right. Write but in, in general, the writing was very good. Yes. yes. Um, masterfully directed by by James Gunn, in my opinion. Um, Fantastic score. One of the first yes. memorable uh, Marvel themes. Yes. I feel. Yes. Um, everyone says time. the Marvel Marvel scores are not great, and for the most part, they're. they're just, I would say non memorable. They're generic. But that, that Guardians the, yeah. theme, um, and we'll get to the first one eventually. But um, when they're in the kiln escaping, yes, and that theme plays for the first time. Yes. I mean that. That 10, 15 minute sequence is one of the best sequences in the entire MCU. I, I would I agree 100% with that. But back to volume two. Yes. So keep going on as far as why you feel um, this deserves it, 17, 18 on your list. It felt like they were trying too hard. Uh, they they knew what. In what aspect? Especially the comedy. Um, it felt like. And, and we've heard a lot of people have this opinion, um, but I just happen to agree with it. Is every other line. It seemed to have to be some kind of quippy, like quick-witted kind of response or joke or statement. Um, they leaned a little bit heavily onto that, in my opinion. Um, it's kind of took took me out of some of the scenes. To to be fair, can you give an example? Oh, top of my head, um, because I don't get this at all. So I kind of want to. I'm I'm genuinely curious because I do hear other opinions that are similar. Yeah, I just yeah. don't get it at all. I think just more overall, I can't really cite an exact example right now. I have not watched it probably in, in a little while. But uh, I've, so I've seen the movie a couple of times. I did, you know, it's not like one and done right. like I was with a couple of these movies. Um, I think I saw it maybe two or three times. And once in the theater, I think again, it came out on streaming. So um, it just didn't resonate well with me. It's just, you know, usually I go with my first instinct on a movie when I see it. How How did it make me feel in that moment? Right when I walk, as soon as the credits start to roll, okay, what am I feeling right now? And I just felt kind of underwhelmed by it, I, I guess is the, is the best way to describe it. I, I did, by no means, is it bad. Is it a bad movie? Um, just, I think it's, for me, it's well-placed on this list. Okay. Well, first off, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> so, what I think makes Guardians, so I'm going to go ahead and skip ahead just a little bit. Guardians Volume 2 is number four on my list. Damn. Wow. Really? Um so you're, you're all, you've always been a big guardian. Something that genuinely is curious that um, being uh, a parent, I feel, changes the way you feel a little bit about this film. Okay. Um, so the humor, the majority of it lands for me. It definitely does not detract for me. Um, the opening sequence, fantastic. ELO, um, Mr. Blue Sky. I mean, that, that dance, the Groot dance, and just it's, it's a fantastic way like keep it lighthearted. So many of these films have gigantic action sequences. To start. Yes, yes. And it's just it's a lighthearted way. Um, you talk about the chemistry that was developed in the first one, right? And what I love is the safe route would have been let's just keep them all together, right? Right. Go on another scamp across the galaxy and fart around and you know blow shit up. No, he rips them apart. Yeah. And 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 so you get to test your characters right after. You know, it, it, you don't necessarily give the audience what they want. Right. I, I love that from a directorial and a writing standpoint. And it did give us a chance to get more Yondu. Yes. And that was a great payoff in this movie. I will say that. That was yes. probably my favorite aspect of the movie. And whereas the first film dealt with a mother-son relationship. This yes. is all about father-son relationship. Right. Um, and while Ego was telegraphed, as far as being, you know, the, the evil villain. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that matters in this film. This film is about A- their relationships getting tested and eventually coming back and realizing that they are a unit. They are the guardians of the galaxy. Right. And it's also about Quill's relationship with his father, whether it's his real father or in this case, Yondu. Father by choice versus father by birth kind of thing. Exactly. So I think Ego being villain was just to facilitate Quill realizing, you know, he came to peace with his mother in the first one, comes to peace sort of 
comes to realize exactly like Yondu raised him. Right. And this is his real dad. And then immediately as he kind of begins to realize this, he's taken he away from him. him. Yeah. And absolutely gut wrenching. I cried like <laughs> a baby in the theater. Um, and every time I watch it, that final scene with father and Just son, you. My, my dad used to play that for me as a kid. Really? I was like, looking back now, I was like, what a fucked up sad song to play <laughs> to your six year old kid. Like, yeah. you know, someday you know, your daddy's going to die, blah, blah, blah. Be a man like me. And it's like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. So now when I hear it and it's like every single, whether it's being a father or being a son emotion hits me. And the fact that a superhero comic book movie can do that to me is amazing. So ego being telegraphed, the humor not always landing, second to the emotional ride and the emotional payoff that that film delivers. Okay. Not to mention it's a fun space opera. Yes. Which is which are rare. I mean, you see attempts Nowadays at, they you are. see attempts at them and they just tend to fall flat. It's it's fun, it's campy, um great space shots. Um, it's a beautiful movie. Yes. The, the vibrant colors. And I mean, Guardian, the first Guardians had the same, and it's been kind of like Marvel's moving in that direction, especially with their more cosmic oriented uh, storytelling. Because Thor Ragnarok was was very much the same. Like color palettes were pretty much identical. Yes, in, in, from the looks of it, for, for the most part, yeah. Um, I think if, if anything, I think um, Ragnarok was a little bit brighter. Yeah. Overall Definitely lighter tones, yeah. less blues and reds, more greens yeah. and, and stuff like that, um, especially with, with, with Hulk in there. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, I'm right, he's wrong. Let's move on. Let's, yes, let's move on. So um, let's score one for me there. Oh, yeah, sure. Insert the ding sound effect. Right <laughs> All right, um, so moving on to my next five. Um, so after Iron Man 3, oh, let's talk a little bit more about Iron Man 3. Okay. Um, because I think we kind of feel that Dark World... The only I'm gonna touch on Dark World for a second. The only redeeming thing about Thor: Dark World is the score. On that is fantastic. At least the the main theme, at least, it really resonates with me. So I would listen to get over the shitty villain and the phoned in performance by Natalie Portman. It's called Spotify. Yeah, just listen to the music. Um, but I think we're kind of agreeing. Iron Man two, Incredible Hulk. Now I have Iron Man three ahead of Iron Man two. So do I. They're they're both back to back, but I enjoyed Iron Man three just a little bit more. I do too. Because it was so different. And I like Shane Black, so Yes. It it was more it was more fun. Yes. It had a little bit more of that not not spy thriller, but more of kind of like a bad boys kind of different vibe. tone to it. Yeah. A little bit. Um I did not like the Mandarin reveal like that. That pissed a lot of people ben, off. Ben Kingsley is such an amazingly it talented wasted. actor. And yeah. he wasted that on yeah. some With Guy br- Pierce, right? Guy Pierce ended up being and, the villain. And, and Guy Pierce being a villain is fantastic. No, he's a great actor. But you have Ben Kingsley playing the villain, and he ends up just being some jabroni. The red herring, yeah. Granted, he's a Liverpool fan, so I'm, that's fine with me. But, um, <laughs> but no, uh, it's this foosball just, you're talking of here. Let's get with it. It's 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 you know, it's garbage. It's an international time we live in. Globalization, man. So, um, so that's why I, the the end is fun, but it's just it goes. Yeah, like that. Uh, the stuff on the ship with the president being, you know ordered and stuff like that. Drawing yeah, a little bit more design. of a kind of a throwaway. If there were a throwaway Marvel movie, it's kind of in that. The Pepper Pot stuff is awesome, though. That was cool. Her, yes. her taking on the suit was... was yeah. Um, so moving on, after yes. Iron Man 3, I so have... So we're at number 16 on our respective list. Yeah, I, I didn't number my list. You're going to have to tell me where we are. But, okay, we're at number 16. Okay, 16. Um, I have Avengers Age of Ultron. Really? Yeah. I have mine way higher on my list. I enjoyed it, but every time I watch it again... I like it less. Really? Okay. I wish it could just be like even the first scene with Ultron and James Spader walking out in Avengers Tower. Perfect. James Spader voice just kills yeah. it. Yeah. Seething. Ultron just... is scary there. Yes. Ultron is not scary for the rest of the movie. Okay. But both okay. the des- both in design, a little bit in in his plot, good plot, evil plot, you know. As far as you know, creating, pretty solid. You know, putting his S as a division or whatever it is. Great action sequences though in that movie. Great action sequences. Um but it's long. It feels long. The first Avengers doesn't feel it's probably the same running time, but right. this That's one close. This one feels long. Quicksilver's wasted, especially when you have the great Quicksilver and yeah. going on simultaneously in X Men franchise. Right. It's like that one kinda had to live up to it. It it well, they couldn't even use flat. the Quicksilver name. Because the, the rights issue. Yeah. Yeah. So it fell flat. Um, 
Elizabeth Ol- Elizabeth Olsen's Scarlet Witch um, was okay in this one. It's glad she, she dropped the accent. Th- that character has gotten so much, so much better. Yes. Um, well, she, she wasn't given a terrible amount to do in that. No, and, and that's kind of they felt like they were just added on just yeah. so we can say we have some new characters. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. I. I it just. It falls flat. Okay. It falls flat for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, I think I got a little bit more entertainment value out of it. It's very so, entertaining. Um, that's it, kind of more where I come from typically on, on the, at least Marvel movies. The little speech Vision gives at the end before he takes out Ultron finally. I, I can't, I'm not going to paraphrase it, um, but talking about kind of being human. Yeah. Stuff like that. And that was fantastic. That was, that was a great way to end that there. Yes. Um, that was it, Vision was introduced in that, correct? Yes. Uh, or he was. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, right. if I remember correctly. He picks up Thor's hammer. That's right. And everyone's like, oh, That's right. Really. Yes. Uh, and you have the little, everyone's trying to pick up the hammer, and you have that little nudge by Cap. Yeah, which I loved. I, I That was... I think that ties into Endgame, possibly. I thought you about might, that the other day. You might be right there. That mm-hmm. would actually be pretty awesome. Um, there's there's um, precedent set in the comic books for that, because he does wield Mjolnir, uh in the comment i forget which which uh, right, line right. but um granted now we have it's not mjolnir anymore it's what's Stormbreaker. storm storm pounder storm pounder yeah <laughs> sorry yeah, ass pounder um but um yeah uh, okay i mean that's that's a bit higher than i thought it would be um so let's go to my number 16 mm-hmm. is the first thor movie okay um I Decent. like this movie. It's it's good. Um, I have Kenneth it lower. I have it, I think Kenneth Branagh. Yep. Yes. I, I have it lower than you, but I like this movie. Um, I, I like it too. Um, Kat Dennings can more. Yeah, she, she no. was awful. Uh, really, she her damn performance near tanked it for me. I mean, she played the character fine. It just no, wasn't did. the right character no. for what was needed. No. with with that movie, woefully out of place. Along with uh, Chris Hemsworth's dyed eyebrows. That's right. Yeah. God, yeah, I didn't even like notice that. It's like now he's something I'd pay attention to. Exactly. But um, I believe the writer on it, I think he even had a cameo of it. Look, quick aside, um, was J.M. Straczynski, um, who wrote um, some of the comics. Actually, kind of helped bring Thor back to relevance in the comics, and also the writer and creator of my favorite TV show of all time, Babylon Five. Just had to throw that one in there. Never heard of it. Bastard. It is I a classic. I've heard of it. I've just never watched the classic sci-fi show. It's all on Amazon Prime. You should watch it. Don't have time for that. I've got to watch movies. That's true. I, I probably need to watch some more too. But um, yep. Yeah, so number sixteen, I'd say that's fairly placed for me. Um, it's an enjoyable movie. Decent introduction to the character in the world of Asgard. Uh, character Thor. Um, I love the um, I love the direction. Yeah, I've always been a fan of Kenneth Branagh's direction. Um, I love the color palette, the production design. Beautiful movie. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, it, it, but it's just, yeah, yeah. It's you know, yeah. they were still figuring things out then. I think this was the this was the second. No, I guess technically the third um, of the main Avengers that was introduced because we had Iron Man first in 08, um, and with the Hulk a year after that, right? Um, and then it was 2011, I believe, is when the first Thor movie was released. So a few years after. Um, the first Iron Man, actually, Iron Man two came out in that t- in, in that time as well. Okay. Um, so this is our first introduction to another Avenger. Um, Captain America came along, I think, a few months afterwards. Um, but yeah, so it's a, a decent ish introduction. Not like not as good, nearly as good as an Iron Man or Captain America, as far as introducing one of your, you know, top tier uh, characters. But right, again, a decent entry. So let's move on to the next one here. Uh, it'll be number 15 on our lists. So you go ahead, Matt, with yours. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. So here's, here is where, and I could even say this um, a couple, about a movie ago with Avengers Age of Ultron. All of these movies I would watch again. I liked all of these movies from here on. Okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp, so much fun. Evang- Evangeline Lilly kicked Love all her. of the ass. Yes. Um, the humor was retained well. The, the villain was okay. It was a ghost, good, right? I think yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was I a, thought the, the effects for it were freaking awesome. It was a cool idea. Um, I like the redemption. That's okay. not like yeah. I, I love a villain that's like really like you can't really blame them. Always good to see Lawrence Fishburne in a movie. Yes, absolutely. Um, I liked it. Um, 
Yeah, it was, it was, is you know, as opposed to where I say, you know, Guardians of Line 2, I loved it so much as it didn't repeat the same formula. Right. This one kind of did, but yeah, but yeah. man, it, it was just a fun, it was just a fun movie. Very fun. Very fun. Um, actually, I think I ended up seeing that one twice in the theaters, kind of not going out of my way to see it twice in the theaters, just happened to work out that way. Right. But I really enjoyed that one. Um, so on mine, my number 15 is our most recent entry into the MCU, Captain Marvel. Okay. Um, again, um, going back to, to what I was saying with Thor, good introduction to a character. Very much, and, and it's kind of similar with Thor, feel very much that this character is meant to do a lot more. There's kind of getting them out there just to get them in front of people right. to get you ready for the big thing they want to do with them. Yeah. In Thor's case, it was the Avengers. In uh, Captain Marvel's case, it's Endgame. Mm -hmm. So it was all just, hey, here you go. Here's the character. Get familiar with them real quick. And boom, watch him be an ultra badass in these preceding movies. Mm -hmm. um, an enjoyable movie. Love the 90s references. Uh, not Love the 90s uh, soundtrack. Because the the scene at the end, uh, where with the uh, no doubt, I'm just a girl, and she's whipping yes, all that ass. Yes, we basically go Super Saiyan for any DBZ fans out there. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Um, but that that scene was was fantastic. Yes, it was. It was. It was. It was very much as like an like holy shit. That's this is awesome kind of, kind I, of moment. I love what they did with the scrolls. With the scrolls. Scrolls. Is that what they are? <laughs> the scrolls. Yes. There's our Marvel list. Here are the crawls. <laughs> the crawlers. <laughs> Uh, donut, right? But um, it's just done it. A very different from how they were used in the comics. They're more they're villains in the. And I the, love that. I love yeah. the assumption. Everyone's kind of like, oh, secret it's gonna wars, lead into secret wars. Yeah, and it's like, like how how is like they could still do that though. They could, but you know, because there could be a faction of of scrolls who are like, hey, we were oppressed and everything for so long. Now it's our turn to yeah. mess everyone else's day up. So we'll see. Uh, you know, that'll be the next phase. Uh, after uh, Endgame. Maybe uh, comes out, so we'll see. Um, so, uh, anything on the on my placement of Captain Marvel? No, I, I have it a little higher than you, but not yeah. much. Yeah, I'd say. I mean, you know, it's, just, mm -hmm. it's good. I yeah. mean, it's uh, there was some controversy around it. You know, people because like, Brie Larson um, taken pretty pretty badly out of context or, or misinterpreted, I guess. Um, kind of boils down to people are like. You know, she doesn't want men in movies or, you know, at least men shouldn't be seeing her movies or something, this movie or something like that. Was it made for them? Like that. It, yeah, it, it was, it was a, some bullshit kind of trolls coming out being like, oh, she, she hates men and all that kind of stuff. It's like, no, it's like. That movie was fun. It was very fun. Regardless of what gender you are sitting uh, correct. in that seat. It and it was great movie. in the fact that it does empower, especially young girls who yes. are fans of these movies fans of comics who didn't really have any hero that they could really gravitate towards other than maybe Wonder Woman right? Uh, that came out a few years ago, which was an excellent film as well. Um, I probably like Wonder Woman a little bit more, just to put that put that in there. Wonder Woman's third act uh, tanks it for me. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, that trench scene, though, when she's going across the no man's land. Oh, that, that's amazing. You, you talk about a, a wasted villain in Ben Kingsley and Iron Man 3. You talk about David Thewlis. Yes. One of the... Most amazing another telegraphed uh, actors reveal exactly and you, you turn him into that yeah like yeah that? no no anyway this is not a wonder woman no discussion. it's not it is not so let, let's keep rolling so um, we are to number 14 now uh where i have dr strange okay um so we're hitting almost the middle here yep i think so um enjoyed this one it was love absolutely love the design and the effects in this movie. Absolutely. All the magic stuff is really cool. I know people are like, oh, it's like, it looks like Inception. It's like, eh, I, I could kind of see that. But I think it was done in, in a creative and original enough way to make it unique and to, to Doctor Strange. Absolutely. So, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, at first I was not sold on his attempt at an American accent. It's actually, It has gotten better. Yes. Um, in Infinity War, it was actually very passable. Um, it was decent in in Doctor Strange. Um, I think he did a, a you know fair enough job. He plays a great prick. He really does. He really and, does. And, and and that's that's what I wanted from the character. Yes. Arrogant prick. Um, Pretty much. I do regret we never saw the rumored Ethan Hawke Doctor Strange, uh, <sighs> especially after seeing Ethan Hawke in First Reformed last year. Really? Um, that should have won Best Actor. Anyway, we'll, oh, we'll wow. get. Uh, yeah, fantastic film. Um, so, yes, I agree. I, I love Doctor Strange. 
Uh, yes. It's one of my favorites. Um, the soundtrack's amazing. Yes, it is. Uh, Michael Giacchino did it. Fantastic. Uh, got that kind of 60s psychedelic kind of yep. vibe going on. Didn't, didn't love the Dormammu stuff. No, I didn't either. It, I, I was just more so, we, we watched it in 3D, I think, in the theater yes. together. Yes. It was more so just like, wow. Yeah. Like, look at all the pretty stuff going on right now. Exactly. I, I yeah. don't give a shit, like, what's going on with the Dormammu. Because, like, you figure yeah. it out, okay, time loop, whatever. Wow, look at all that cool shit. Yep. Benedict Wong was great as, I'm trying to remember, his character name escapes me. Wong. Wong, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah look at that. I know. Um, so moving on, um, mm-hmm. you had Doctor Strange yes, at number at 14. 14? So I had, number 13. I had, Ant- well, oh, I had Ant-Man at 14. Okay. So okay. right above Ant-Man and Wasp. Okay. Just another, a good fun heist movie. Very much so. Very um, much so. Yeah. It, it, Not really too much to say on it. It, it pretty yeah, much is. Yeah. It's a very cut and dry to very the well point made. kind of film. I like that they kept a good bit of Edgar Wright's feel yes. to it. Edgar Wright is one of my absolute favorite directors. and Love his movies as well. So bummed that they couldn't get that to work. But I feel they recovered well. He Edgar Wright's a filmmaker who needs to be able to do his own thing. Right. Um, be, which not, which kind of sucks because I feel if Edgar Wright was doing that film now in the MCU, I think they could. I think it would happen because now you're seeing much more independent filmmaking, like with uh, Black Panther and exactly. Ryan Coogler. Exactly, yes. where it's much more hands off. Yes. Or with Gun and, and Guardians. Yes. Write it, and as long as you're not screwing something that they have huge plans for, right? Which I can't see Ant Man really doing. Uh, as like, long as you hit I, on these story beats. And I know. can see the Ant-Man thing probably being like the including Falcon bit. I could see that okay. kind of being, if there was a sticking point, what, what Edgar Wright would not have wanted in that film, I could see it possibly being that. Anything kind of shoehorned in that he didn't want to. Exactly. And yeah. I don't I don't think you would need, I think the MCU now at this point, you don't need to touch on any of that crap to like introduce a new character. No, that's true. So uh, we can move on then to the next one. Number 13 um, is Ant-Man for me. Yeah. Um, so just one, you know, very close there. Yep. Um, Thirteen for me is uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. Okay. Wow. Yes. Okay. Kind of good movie. Yeah. Long. Yeah. It's long for me. Any anything World War Two though, it pretty much can grab my attention for hours and hours on end. So no, the supporting cast there is fantastic. Even um, Hugo Weaving, I, I think, did a good job, and he hates the fact that he was even in that movie. It seems if you kind of read interviews with him, it's regretful, but um, yeah. Yeah, no, um, great supporting cast. Yes, good, good film. Um, Stanley Tucci as as the as the scientist guy. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Yeah, um, is 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 good for for what he does. Um, hey, Haley Atwell. Yes. Um, well, yes, for obvious Tommy reasons. Lee Jones, always fantastic. Yes, uh, always World always. War II officer. Um, so moving on. Right. Um, so so the next one up, number twelve for me is Ant Man and Wasp. Okay, we're, I just, just, we're just rotating all of our mid Pretty much, here, so. pretty much. But I enjoyed Ant-Man and Wasp slightly more than the original Ant-Man. So definitely... I, uh, okay. So, to me, it was a little bit more fun. I, I, mostly because I think Evangeline Lilly was excellent in it. Yes. And we got definitely got more of uh, Michael Douglas as Hank Pym, which that is always cool. good. I do forget the addition about of Michelle Pfeiffer is awesome mm-hmm. uh, she's always good so i think that's what kind of edged out for me um in my spot i had dr strange okay okay yeah. i think yeah i mean i think we both agree pretty much in agreement on on our opinions on that yep so uh down to number 11 now uh finally kind of halfway yes so what do you have at number 11 captain marvel okay just a little bit higher than me okay. love this love that movie yeah Great. um you know i why do you go to a movie? I think I think it's fair to approach movies differently based on what they're expecting to deliver. I'm not going to go to a movie like, say, The Favorite or right. Black Klansman, expecting just like you know the, with the same expectations as I go and see Captain Marvel. Right. Um, it was completely different. It was well made. Uh, it it I came out of that movie be like I'm going to see so many Captain Marvels on Halloween. And that made me so happy. Yes. Because it's like, I love, if you look at my limited Funko Pop collection, it's like, <laughs> I, I love like strong, powerful female characters because they're just underrepresented, but they kick so much more ass. Pretty much anything Joss Whedon puts out, you can get something out of those. Yes. So Buffy, yes. Firefly, anything like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And some, some of the best characters in all of media, in my opinion, as well. I agree. So, uh, your number 11. My number 11 is Spider Man Homecoming. Okay. Um, fun movie 
Really, really fun movie. Absolutely love Tom Holland as Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. He is yes. hands down the best iteration of that character I'd agree. that I think has ever been on screen. Um, the old animated series from the 90 was excellent. Um, but as far as live action goes, this is fantastic. Um, at first, I was kind of like, meh, on the whole suit being laced with Stark tech and all that kind of stuff. It makes sense, though, Yeah, if you kind of really get into it. Um, and the movie's just fun. It's just a fun movie. Michael Keaton is, is I think... Michael is, Keaton, baby. I think oh, he's that's... awesome as the villain, honestly. I think he's really, really good. So glad he didn't get killed off. Not, uh, I not that I can see him coming back, necessarily, but... But the option's there. Yeah. And, and and he did a really good job in the role. Um, a lot of people were pissed that they made MJ this other chick. Um, oh, who gives a fuck? I think it's... Again, it's, it's more silly internet nonsense. Absolutely. So... All right, so that's our 11s. So now we're in our top 10. Big deal now. Top 10. Okay. For number 10, I have Iron Man, the, the first. F- really? The one that kicked it all off. Wow. That's mm-hmm. surprisingly high. For me or yeah. just in general? I just think in, in general. Where where did you have it? Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Oh, I haven't you, even gone to the first. Surprisingly Man, yeah. high, and yet you have it higher than me. No, no. I mean, I've lowered down my list. I haven't oh. ranked. Yeah, I haven't ranked. Where'd you have it? Mine is, for me, a little spoiler alert here for you people. No, 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 no. I, okay. <laughs> Never mind. We've confused each other. Anyway. Yes. Uh, no, it's good. Um, I forget about this film a lot because it's the first one. Mm-hmm. Probably. I forget about this film a lot. You know, it's the first one. I've seen it a lot. And, sure. uh, but every time I think about it, I go back to it. I was like, damn, that's a good movie. It is a great movie. Considering the fact the script wasn't written, it's winged like the majority of that. Did they really? Oh, yeah. I did not know that. They're writing it as, they're writing their lines the day they were shooting it. I, but when you have a guy of the caliber of actor that Robert Downey Jr. is. Right. Basically just be you, but slightly more like, you know, I guess the comic book version. Um, he, 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 no one embodies a character, I think in the MCU quite as much as he embodies Tony Stark. Oh, it's going to be a shame when he dies. <sighs> See, <laughs> my, my money is on cap and yeah, I'm going to weep. And it's going to be wonderful, and you're going to need to be consoling me the entire time. I'm not buying. Um, our yeah. seats are not going to be together. I, I will. I will trade with people. I do not care. All right. So moving on. So you have number um, ten was Iron Man for you. Yes. Okay. Uh, number ten for me was Black Panther. Um, okay. I know you. I know you'll definitely have this a little bit further up the list than I do, but um, it definitely is top ten for me. It was definitely. Better than I expected it would be. I definitely enjoyed it more. Okay. Um. Um. I can't remember. Can't remember his name. Chadwick Boseman. Yes. Excellent as T'Challa. Um. The actress who plays his sister, another great character. Um. Shuri, I think I'm pronouncing. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um. Letitia right? I think Letitia. so. Yes. Um. You know, that pulled up, but uh, she was excellent. Uh. Again, this was a lot of people say this was like the first time a Marvel movie had a truly great villain in uh, Michael B. Jordan's Warmonger. I would agree. I, I would think I would agree with that too. He I was feel- his his motivations were almost relatable. Oh, um, absolutely. You know, as you see, a great performance. He's a phenomenal actor, um, and that that end fight scene when they're both all jacked up on Black Panther. Black power Panther or whatever juice. it is at, at least it's brief i agree with you yes it, it feels like it's there just because you need a villain and yes. a hero fight at the end and it didn't look great a lot no. of cg did not look very very good no but i i think the real resolution that ryan coogler had in mind for those two is what happened in the end yeah how, how yeah. Uh, they, they took him to where to see this the sunset yes that was awesome and, that was fantastic. and those final lines by killmonger i think that's the resolution it's like yep. oh, we're gonna get the fight just so you can have the fight right um, and then we can end it there. It was also more, I think, uh, to to grow T'Challa as a person and a character. Absolutely. Um, and I think it did, did a good job of that. Really kind of make him realize what he needs to do to be an effective king. Yes. And you're not just leading people or you're not just dictating to people, hey, you do this, you do that. You know, you have to lead. You have to inspire. Yes. Um, you have to embody the virtues of your people. Right. And I think he's finally, he realized that by the end of that film. By seeing basically his antithesis um, take taking over there briefly in Killmonger, and what could happen, and what that could mean for his people, 
So I think I think in that regard, it was, it was a very poignant moment, um, especially at the end there. So definitely a solid, solid movie. Definitely, I think, worthy of top 10 for me. On a side note, I do have to say the costume design was amazing. amazing. Yes. And I'm so glad that they won an Oscar yes. for that. And the music was incredible. Yes. That, that was another Marvel movie where the music actually sticks out as, oh my God, this is unique. This is interesting. It adds to the movie. doesn't yep. just blend into the background. Let's go on number nine. Okay. Uh, let's I, see. You go ahead. First. I have Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. So I'm not too far off on that. Exactly. I think we both kind of shared our opinions on that. Yep. Solid movie. Uh, number nine for me is Avengers Age of Ultron. Okay. Um, I definitely enjoyed this movie a bit more than you did. Yes. Uh, I found a little bit more, I guess, entertainment value in it. Uh, the fight scene uh, towards the end there where they're all, they're fighting like hundreds of Ultrons that are flying around. I think mm -hmm. that was some very well choreographed uh, it was good. fighting. Yeah. Um, again, I, I think it's just an enjoyable Avengers movie. Definitely not the best Avengers movie, as we will yes. to see, actually. Absolutely. All right, so moving on to number eight. I have Captain America, but which one? If yes. you say Winter Soldier, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing this pen at you. Civil War. Okay, okay. Civil War lands at number eight for me. Okay. Uh, we haven't talked about this one yet. Um, no, we have not. Uh, let's talk about it quick, uh, then we'll get to your number eight. Um, Civil War for me, it was fantastic. Definitely Avengers and a half, yes, more or less. Yes, it is. But still a cap film. Yes. Um, the airport scene, it was so talked about when it came out. It was awesome to see it on a big screen. It underwhelms me on repeat viewings okay. a little bit. Maybe just because I don't see it on an IMAX screen. Um, nothing compared to the the chase. I think it's in Berlin uh, with Black Panther yes. and Cap chasing uh, Bucky. Um or the fight between Cap, uh, Iron Man, and Bucky. Yes, that again. Those those two rivaled yeah. the airport fight. Yes. Um, the like both uh, both Russo Cap films. The they have a I don't know how you design, production design, but just a vibe, a tone to the films that is a little bit muted. Yeah. Definitely a little bit real. Like a lot of handheld camera for the yes. action scenes, which is fantastic to, to its benefit. I would say uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, it, I love the fact that it's a globe-trotting adventure. Mm -hmm. It pulls it off. It pulls that aspect off better than Ultron did, oh, because definitely. you feel because they're running through the cities. You feel you're in Siberia, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So you you feel where um, these characters are. Whereas Ultron is just kind of like, oh, we're in Korea for a second. Yeah. Oh, we're in South Africa for this scene. Blah blah blah. Uh, it also does a good job of making you feel the that rift build between, especially uh, Tony and. Um, Steve yes. Rogers. Yes. And it kind of makes that, uh, I think, definitely a powerful split. And you kind of really feel the how that's going to reverberate throughout the entire MCU in general, but just the, those characters and their immediate kind of interpersonal relationships with the rest of the Avengers. Absolutely. Um, you, you, uh, you need a good reason for your two right. biggest heroes to not want to talk to each other. Right, to go split seas for a little while. Exactly. You know? so. and, and so I think they handled it well. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, let's see. So number eight for me is Guardians of the Galaxy. The first Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Um, fantastic movie. So much fun. The music was amazing. Um, yes. Chris Pratt as Peter Quill, perfect casting. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't think better casting. I don't think he could have had for that. I agree. Um, Batista as as Drax, phenomenal. Uh, Bradley Cooper voicing Rocket, amazing. Uh, just did, a, did you see A Star Is Born? Yes. Could you not help but think? of Rocket Raccoon singing the songs on stage. I, 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 not going to lie, the vision did kind of pass through my mind as I was watching it. Yeah. Um, that was actually a very, very good movie. It was, uh, it was a good movie. But uh, I think it's only the second version, it's like four versions of that movie. So, But anyway, um, so that was number eight then for me, Guardians of the Galaxy. I think we've, I'm predicting, because I know you haven't mentioned it yet, but I'm definitely, it's probably top three for you, I, I, would, I would predict, if not number one. We're going to find out. Oh yeah, I'm sure we are. So um, moving on to number seven, Black Panther. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely worthy of top ten. I think we've touched on on everything. It's at, at this point, it's like what movies get better every time I watch them. We we've reached the list, the part of the list where it's like I can watch these again yes, and enjoy them. And, na and now we're at the point where it's like I watch them and I enjoy them more every time I see them, even if it's like the fifth, sixth uh, viewing and on. Yep. Um. No, Black Panther gets better every time. Yeah, I would say everything in my top 10 list I've either seen multiple times or 
I've definitely, I actually have seen all of these multiple times, but they all either stay just as great or do improve, like you're saying, each yeah. on put on each viewing. So absolutely, uh, which moves us on to number seven. Uh, I'll go Are ahead you? and go first. For me, Are is uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. The seven number seven. Oh, yeah. Hey, this is where my Captain America fanboy starts to kind of, I think, creep its way into the list heavily. Um, yeah. Again. The time period is, is a soft spot for me. Anything World War II, I'm, I'm there. It's a, it's a fantastic origin story. I think the best good. Marvel origin story next to Iron Man Yeah. in terms of the MCU movies. I'd agree. So um, again, we've kind of talked about it when, you, when, when it's on your list. Good performances, good side characters. So I think pretty much all been said about that one. So yep. uh, did you say your number seven? Uh, yeah, Black Panther. Okay. All right. So we are on to number six now. You go ahead. Uh, the Avengers. <laughs> the Avengers. Yes. Okay. Okay. The, the the first. The first one. Okay. They pulled right. it off. They definitely did. I mean. They definitely it, did. I'm not going to lie. I saw Iron Man when it was in the theaters. Okay. I did not see another MCU film until Avengers in the Really? Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I had seen any of them before seeing Avengers. Oh, uh, wow. Did, didn't matter. Didn't matter. Um, yeah. Uh, Whedon pulled that off. Uh, I have the, seen the perfect, every single one in the theater. Perfect balance of humor. Yes. Of action. Yes. Um, it had his signature all over it. Yeah. And yeah. in the best way. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, Loki. Yes. Uh, great, great baddie. Um, a funny moment is when I saw it in the theater and they, they pulled the Thanos reveal at the end. Yes. I was like, Who's that guy? <laughs> Who the fuck's Grimace? <laughs> Everyone else is yeah. like losing their minds. I'm like, Fuck's that guy? Like, that guy looks like he has a nutsack on his face. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Um, so, number six for me was Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Absolutely love this movie. The discovery of Taika Waititi. Oh my god! That that's the thing I love most out of this film. Yes, as for you mean for like the general audiences that people who aren't familiar with him in the past. I wasn't familiar familiar with him. Oh really? I figured no. you would have been. No, no. Um, that that's why I love this movie probably. Most, but it's it's fun. It takes a, a character that when we saw Thor introduced, so serious. Yes. E- even in the first Avengers, right? Not a lot of humor from no. from Thor, and. Not a lot of life out of the character, really. Absolutely turned that character on its head. Big time. Um, the humor, um, Korg, Goldblum as the Grandmaster. Yeah. Uh, perfect. I, Pretty I, sure they just put the camera on him. No, I think I think Talk. I read. I think I read where he didn't even give Goldblum a script. He's just yeah, kind of like, go for it. it. He didn't even need one. He didn't even need one. Yeah. Um, the set design was really fun. Yes, Kate Blanchett in skin tight leather. I'm there. You know. <laughs> no, she, Kate Blanchett, um, has just one of my favorite actresses. Yes, and, she's and, incredible. And her villain, um, a lot of people are like, oh, it's another one of those mediocre Marvel villains. I don't necessarily agree. I thought she was really, really good. She was good. She came she's, in and she fucked shit up immediately. Yes, it's like, oh, I'm gonna destroy yeah. your hammer. Let me just destroy all the everything we built up in the first two Thor movies. Exactly. Okay, bye, bye, yeah. Asgard. Bye, all these other characters who you barely saw, really, but exactly. still, um. No, I, I love Serta at the end. Uh, somehow he was funny still. Um, I, I loved it. Very true to, to a lot of Norse mythology, which is all kind of a downer. Yeah. Everyone dies. Yes. So at least in that regard, it was very, very true to uh, the myth. So yeah, yeah absolutely phenomenal movie. A- and, and a killer end credit scene. Yes. Because it was, a, it was the last film before, no, Black Panther was the last film before uh, Infinity War, but it... It was immediately before Infinity where you're like, yeah. oh man, this... Like, they, were, they were only a few months apart. They're like four months apart. It set the stage great because like all these refugees. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're, they're fucked. Yeah. And You're uh, thinking that, yeah. And it, it picks right up on that in, in, in Infinity War, which was fantastic that they opened it with that. Yep. So uh, moving on, we are now in our top five. Yes. So I think this is kind of... We're at the home stretch here. My number five, Ragnarok. Okay. Yep. So yeah, we're right so, there. So, we're so right one, there. one more than you. Yep. So um, my number five is the first Iron Man. Okay. The the first entry in the MCU, what started it all, birthed the cinematic universe as we know it. Um, if this movie did not do well, we wouldn't have, we don't be having this discussion. Right. We would not have 21 movies yeah. to be talking about here. Um, good movie. Some of the highest grossing films at that. And I think it was a great introduction to the world, the character, a lot of little Easter eggs in there. That end credit scene with Nick Fury, yeah. Avengers Initiative. I mean, they they had this plan. They were banking on this being successful. And I, you know, granted, 
he had the backing of Disney, so they usually don't invest in failures for the most part. Did Disney um, own have Marvel by at then? At that point, I'm pretty sure they did. Okay. Pretty sure they did. I'd have to verify that, but... Um, uh, this podcast is not about verifying. No, God, no. Are you kidding me? It's like, Half of what I'm saying could be wrong. Who, who the hell knows? Exactly. Fact check us. I really don't care. Exactly. But, um, yeah, I mean, phenomenal performance by um, by Robert Downey Jr. Um, was it uh, Jeff Bridges, right? As, oh, yeah. As uh, Obadiah Stane. Just a great... <laughs> yeah. Terrible the, name. The Stane. But um, a, a decent enough villain. I mean, they didn't really find their, I think, their villain footing until at first until Loki. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I he kind of continued to be good throughout. You didn't necessarily need a good villain. Just just, just put Jeff Bridges on screen. Pretty much. And he'll just, yeah. just, just take I, it from there. I, he's just the dude, man. I mean, it's like, it's hard to for him to not be that guy, to, at least to a lot of people. Um, so, yeah, okay. Uh, what do you think of Iron Man number five for me? That's fine. Yeah, I think it's, I think, I, I, I love it. It's not, it's not trash. It's Started good. it all. Yeah. Okay. So we are now down to number four. Yes. So what do you got? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, volume two. Volume two. God. Damn. Yeah, the the father son relationship. I know. The I music's know. better. The, yeah, it's just the, the father son stuff at the end. Uh, I, I know for you, since, since you are a father, it really kind of hits all the notes for you. The, the line, he might have been your father, but he sure wasn't your daddy. Yeah. I yeah. mean, just, I, and then as as he's sacrificing himself, right? His, essentially for his kid. Yeah. I mean, come on. It punches you right in the gut every time. I'm getting chills talking about it. <laughs> I, no, I literally am. start crying. I literally am because it's just, it, it means a lot. As a dad, right, just, right. it's just, it's like, that means a hell of a lot. I will take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I think we've said all we need to say about that. Moving on to, um, oh no, I, my number four. Yeah. Uh, my number four is... Captain America Civil War. Okay. So like we said, basically yeah. Avengers would be two and a half at that point. Right. Um, great movie, great ensemble, threw, threw a lot at, at you. Um, right. But I, I don't think it ever got cluttered. Um, uh, I think it was balanced sh- very well. Always lost in the shuffle is, um, oh my God, I forget his name, Daniel. Um, oh shit. Shit. The, the villain. Plays uh, Zemo. Oh, yes, Daniel Brule. Daniel Brule. Daniel Brule. Yes, one of the most um, underutilized actors. A, a big time, fucking great big time. That guy's a phenomenal friggin' actor. And when I first saw it, I didn't love the villain. Or I feel like, man, they didn't give Daniel Brule that much to do. But every time I rewatch it, I like the villain more. His his plan was fairly successful. It was. Um, so. He got he got fucked over by the Avengers, and he's yeah. gonna fucking get him back. Yeah. The only way he knew how, and did a pretty good job. He pretty much broke them up. So uh, he was basically Yoko Ono. Funny the story, the uh, the guy that is murdered in the bathtub um, in the hotel room, I think, in Berlin. Yes. I think it's, it's either Anthony or Joe Russo. It's one of the directors. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. That's a nice little fact. Um, all right. So, yes. number three. The number top three here. Three. Yep. All right. We've got about, about five, ten minutes here. Yeah. So, real quick. Yeah. I have the Avengers. The first uh, the first Avengers. Oh, the first one? Yes. Oh, yes. Fine. I mean, that movie... When it came out, was it, nothing like that had ever been done before. Yeah, um, you'd never had so many well-known characters on the same screen doing just amazing things. Effects, everything you go into it, production, direction, everything was great. Villain was really, really great. Loki, I mean, he's Tom Hilston's phenomenal. He was meant to be that character. Um, so yeah, I think uh, that pretty much sums that up for me. Love okay. it, absolutely love it. Great. So what about you? Um, number three for me is also Avengers, but it is the most recent Avengers, Infinity War. Okay. Okay. We haven't talked about this guy yet. No, we have not. Um, the fact that, and you haven't talked about it, so I know it's even higher on your list. Um, <laughs> the fact that this monster of a film with this much of a cast is so high on our list, and not just our list, I got a feeling it's it's pretty high on a lot of people's lists. Yes. This this movie above all is the one that gets better every time I've watched it. Oh, definitely. Um, I've seen it probably pick more up. at least a half dozen times now. Yep. Um, visually stunning. Thanos, perfect villain. You you get it. You understand why he's doing it. Yep. He's a fucking psychopath for doing it, but you get it. Yeah. Um, the father daughter stuff. By the way, we made a we didn't really make a bet, but we were kind of before uh, before the uh, movie. We were having dinner. And we're like, who's gonna get it? 
I said Gamora was going to get it. And you were like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I, I was definitely proven wrong. And I said, get the fuck out of you <laughs> when that movie was over. I didn't even pay attention to the rest of the film. I was just like, Gamora died. He was like, I win. That's it. Checked out. He just walked out. Exactly. I um, <laughs> fucking yell yeah in your face and stormed out. <laughs> fuck you, man. I'm out of here. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, did, I didn't think they would take her out like that or, or if at all. But the way they did it and the reasoning for it was excellent and I think was incredibly impactful. Um, which goes to... Thus, number two, yes, for me, is Avengers Infinity War. Okay. So, um, again, Thanos, amazing. Josh Brolin does a masterful job. Um, the way they balanced everything... Oh, that's a busy movie. A lot is happening in that movie. That's they cram the a lot of stuff into it. But it never feels rushed. No. Everyone seems to get their due. Yes. It is it is a masterful balancing act by the Russo brothers. I mean, absolutely incredible. The, when when the first trailers popped out and they showed the uh the pairings of kind of like those who would be fighting together. Right. I wasn't necessarily sold. Because they also they, they didn't make it clear that Iron Man and Doctor Strange were going to be together. Because I thought that was a natural pairing. Oh, so so glad glad that happened. I would have loved to have seen Rocket with with Stark, but it's fine. But we may still. But put, putting the uh, putting you know putting Quill in the same room with with Stark is. I mean the the joke is like you're from Earth, no, I'm from Missouri. It's like <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's perfect. Um, it's perfect. Yeah, it's and then you throw Peter Parker into it. With, this young kid who just you know the absolute seriousness. Yes. that that Stark has there, especially Strange, and then you throw in <laughs> Drax, just be Drax, right? Um, and uh, Spider-Man throwing out, uh, you know, and, pop and that's culture references. It's left an and right. incredibly serious movie because of what's happening, but the levity in it really actually does what's supposed to do. It makes it lets you breathe. Absolutely, it absolutely feels organic. It doesn't feel forced whatsoever, which is like my problem with the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I masterful work in in my opinion. So we're gonna touch on this. It might run a touch longer, but we're gonna touch on this. So when the snap happened, yes. Bucky goes first. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. But when they have um, Okoye and Black Panther, God, I hope I said that right. Um, and you're like, oh my, she's going to get it. Right. Yeah. I, I thought that. Yeah, like, had, she, she, she's she's going. And then fucking Black Panther goes. The Jolly goes. And it's yeah, like, the look oh. on her face was. With the look on the face yes. of the audience. The gasps in oh, the yeah. audience were priceless because it's like. I think I heard people saying, what? I know. It's at that point. It's like, holy fuck, they're going for this. Oh yeah, they're, they're, they're not playing around. They're uh, and uh, it wasn't until the very end that it became clear. It's like, oh my god, it's the original Avengers. Yeah, are left behind. That's what's always meant to be, man. And, and I, I was like, okay. At that point, it's like, I wasn't so surprised about Spider Man, but like seeing like all of the Guardians except yeah, for Rocket. Gal, I didn't expect that. I did not expect that, and uh, that was hard because it was like, like I, I part of me wants Quill back on Earth. Just because Same. for that character's development, I want to see him back on Earth. I think it needs to happen. 25 years since he's been gone. Like 30. 30. Yeah. Um, I, I want to see that. I really was hoping to see that in the second one. Maybe yeah. we will. But um, I'm hoping so. Just, uh, yeah. I, we'll definitely get in the next uh, Guardians movie, I think. I think so. The, the snap was great. Um, oh, yeah. That, that, I mean, the fact that it is now part of the public consciousness. Yes. The snap. It, it, is, it is a reference that people even who aren't fans of this would understand. Yes. It has permeated the culture. Just this one moment from this movie. Yep. Because it was so big. I mean, the movie made, what, $2 billion? Yeah. So the next ones, I think, is is sizing up to do probably more than that. Yes. So that could be it's a whole other episode alone talking about that one. What, um, yeah, and then the last line, Cap, just kind of muttering, oh, God. Oh, man. Right? Was, oh, yeah. Was it, oh, God, or oh, yeah. my God? Uh, it's it? uh, something along those oh, lines. God. I think it was like, oh, God was just like oh man that was chills absolute chills i'm like yep your 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 character who never gives up it's right. all odds is just exactly. sitting there like oh. defeated yeah sitting there defeated just literally witnessed his best friend vanish and turn to ash in front of him all these comrades all these people billions upon billions of people across the galaxy yeah. universe i guess really yep. um in an instant and yeah. that that weight hit him all in that moment, and it was yes. just fantastically portrayed. Absolutely. So, yes. All right, so 
definitely uh, I think worthy of the number two spot. Th- now it, this uh, it honestly could have been number one for me, but number one for I me. About Hold on, I haven't given my number two yet, my friend. You are number two, best. <laughs> so number two for me, um, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, okay. man, that is a political thriller. Oh yes, in the oh, best man. kind of way. I rewatched that uh, just uh, a couple weeks ago. And, Better every uh, single time. Damn. That the elevator fight. Robert Redford's incredible in that movie. Yeah, the, the elevator scene. Um, the going back to his his uh, basic training camp. Yep. I mean the the tracking shot along the ship in the opening sequence. Yes. Well, he he gets yes. out of the water. He takes out the first couple guys, and then they do the tracking shot of him running around the ship, mm-hmm. just annihilating assholes left and right. Oh yeah. Everything like, on the helicarrier. I was oh, like man. bouncing in my seat in the theater. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. This is, yeah, this yeah. is, this is yeah. awesome already. Yep. Because at the time, it was like, who are these guys? They, they, they've not directed yeah. anything like this. No. They, I think they did a TV and yeah. commercials, yeah. I think, before that. Yeah. So it was it blew me away. Uh, loved everything. Oh, yeah. And now look, and they, they were pretty much, they were handed the reins after that movie. Yeah, absolutely. Deservedly so. I mean, they absolutely earned that. They yeah. did a fin- fantastic job. They did great with Falcon. Falcon could have been such a, a minor a character, character yeah. like like Quicksilver yeah. and uh, Scarlet Witch were in uh, in Age of Ultron, but they, he wasn't. Now, Anthony Mackie also brings a lot to that character, mm-hmm. um, to a character who does for the most part play second fiddle to right. a lot of the other main Avengers, um, but he makes hit his own and makes him stand out in in a positive way. So absolutely, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely solid. Number and two. Sam Jackson. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean. There's a lot of eye stuff in there. What, what, his line in Winter Soldier was like, last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. <laughs> the real Captain don't, Marvel. Don't, don't trust the fucking cat, you yeah, idiot. Yeah. It'll always are, get you. Cats are terrible. Um, all right, number one. Number one for me Did is, you do your number two? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Infinity War. Infinity War, okay. Yep. Number uno. So number one, everything leading up to this. Yes. Was your number two, Captain America, Winter Soldier. Absolutely. Um for all the reasons that we just discussed. Yep. Um, it is a spy political thriller. Yes. Set in a Marvel universe. It's 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 two mashups that you wouldn't think you'd typically have. Yes. Um, especially done this well. Absolutely. So it, it just, performances are great. Chris Evans really, I think at this point in this movie, really upped it um, in terms of the character for, Cap- for Captain America. Yep. So excellent direction. Everything about the movie is fantastic. Robert Redford in it was fant- was amazing. I mean, he's a, obviously all time actor, but mm-hmm. y- you know, a lot of times you get these big actors, especially these, these older actors in these movies, and they kind of just go through the motions a bit. Right. He did not. He he brought it, and he did a great job of it. I think so. Mm-hmm. Definitely stand out for me in there. Agreed. So your number one, kind sir, Guardians of the Galaxy. Of course, I knew it. I knew it. It. So. We saw this in the theater with uh, with our good friend, um, and I remember he walked out of the theater saying, "Like, I love it when a movie is everything you could have hoped it could be. Something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what Guardians was for me. Um, space operas, I love them. Same uh, there's not that many great ones, especially modern. Um, and um, it just it hit all the right notes. The humor, the action, the music, both the soundtrack and the score. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he always has his composer score before filming so they can play the soundtrack and the score oh, on I like set. That. And you you can get that sense. Uh, like I, I mentioned before, the, the scene in the kiln. You're playing to the music because the music is hel- helping you set the mood. And exactly. Tone. exactly. Yeah. That, that scene in the kiln. Yeah. You got Rocket on Groot getting tossed the, the machine space gun at just annihilating assholes left and right oh yeah um great side characters Pierre serafinovich um the um the guy from step brothers with will Ferrell. oh uh john Dave, c Riley. john c Riley. Yes. yeah yeah um glenn close glenn close is in that yeah. film yeah um i don't i don't dislike the ronin uh villain as much uh, as Lee pace did. was a little bit wasted um yeah. i like yeah, the fact i like the fact that he came he, back in captain marvel there that was that was cool to see yeah he was a, a maniacal asshole. A, f- a fanatical religious zealot. I mean, in the first scene you see him, he crushes a dude's skull with a hammer. It's a way to make an impression. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, the the ship design was great. Yes. On the, um, the Milano. On the, mm-hmm. the Cree warship. It was all great. Yep. Um, 
Yondu was hilarious. Rooker was great as Yondu. He ate, he ate every scene up perfectly. Yeah. Not in like a, a kind of a hammy way where it's like it becomes a little like, eh, you know, you're trying too hard. It's he was he was that guy. He was Yondu. Yep. It was like there was no distinction between the actor and the character. They were one. And and Gunn played something you see in in his films where you have a lot of times the most like beat up or tortured characters, right. in this case Rockets, deliver like profound statements. Um it, it's you get these messages interlaced with them about love and friendship yep. and stuff like that. And uh yeah, knock, knocked it out of the park. That, yeah. that, that that movie is so much fun. I, I love it. I agree. So, I agree. Well, with that, that kind of wraps up yes. our uh, our uh, MCU list. A little bit longer than we thought, but uh, I think that we could, honestly we could have gone for two hours talking about this stuff. Oh, we haven't touched about Endgame yet. Well, oh boy, that that will be an episode unto itself, people. It will be. It's gonna be good times. Yes, good times. So, uh, thank you uh, for checking out this inaugural episode of Cinema Small Talk. Uh, we will be back next week. Yep. Uh, with um, we're going to touch on some of our most anticipated films, at least my most anticipated films in uh, the year coming up, the rest of the year. We're already a few months into it, but uh, the good stuff still hasn't hit yet, uh, at least most of it. Um, and we're also going to touch on a film that some would say is improperly maligned. Some would say it's pure garbage. Um, Lies. That would be Batman Forever. Joel Schumacher's Batman Forever. Lies. Um, my good friend Pat here. Type of movie you go well, to see, go to the movies for. Okay, well, we're going to talk about it. He's going to convince me that I need to rewatch it. So uh, we'll talk about that next week. So everyone, thank you for listening. And uh, if you'll subscribe, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you might find um, your podcast and listen away. And we'll see you all next week. Have a good one, guys. Bye.